Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Ryan and Day Day Saves the Internet. This is a show all about our friendship and the topics that we care about most, especially drag culture in RuPaul's Drag Race, gaming, and Magic the Gathering. Now, with all that said, we aren't talking about any of that today. No. For our premiere episode zero, we are going to play some games so you all get to know us a little bit more. My name is Ryan. And my name is Day Day. And I just want to say that we're very thankful for you taking the time to come through, giving us a chance, listen to us. I think you're going to love us as much as we love each other. So with that being said, let's get started. So our first segment today is going to be the countdown. It really is just a top 10 list. You'll, you'll see it on and off throughout the episode. Today, though, we're going to do our top 10 favorite things just so y'all can get to know us better. So I'm going to go ahead and start with my number 10. My number 10 most favorite thing is easy, simple. My favorite color is red. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> You've always loved red. Yeah, red is, you know, that fiery color. It matches my personality. Everywhere except MTG. <laughs> Every- well, I do have- you don't like red there. <laughs> I do have that aggro nature, though. So it's a little bit. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so my number 10... I had to focus on it really hard. That's what that pause was. Um, is actually chocolate. Um, I've always loved chocolate. I'm a huge fan. Like you know that already. Yeah, I know your uh, your your caffeine addiction goes all places. Yes, <laughs> of course. What's your number nine? Okay, so my number nine is video games, particularly RPGs. Love them. I love being able to escape into another world. So. Let me let me tell you, started playing Final Fantasy VII, the remake, about two weeks ago. Totally, totally, totally in love with it. Nice. I feel like I should have known that video games would be on this list, but I'm actually surprised. Let me tell you something. You got to get up into the gig. And so what about your number nine? My number nine is Sex in the City. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, indeed. I, I love that show. Um... I was just dealing with, like, watching it again, like, for a millionth time just this past week. Like, you know, some people say I'm like Carrie. Some say I'm like Samantha. I guess it'll be for, you know, the viewers of the side, which is true. (laughs) Let me tell you something. One of the best things, and there are a long list of things you've done for me, but turning me on to Sex in the City, baby, that was one of the tops. (laughs) Oh, yay. I like to hear that. So, all right, go ahead and see your number eight. All right, so my number eight, it may surprise some people, but it's the Washington Redskins. I am a huge football fan. Huge football fan. Yes, he is in the sports, okay? Love it. (laughs) (laughs) It it gives me that. I'm a very competitive person. You'll see, you'll learn that throughout the time you spend with us. But I love anything that, like, invokes some type of competitive fire. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that because I remember when I first met you, you were wearing a Redskins blazer, and it was, like, the coolest coat ever. Like, if you all had seen it, like, it was, like, leather. It had, like, black and, like, the burgundy sleeves. Oh, it was dope. So, I'm not surprised. Let me tell you. I don't know sports, though, so don't look at, you know, don't try to add no sports segments, girl, okay? Because <laughs> I won't know what to say. <laughs> that coat was a gift from my mother to me, I think, maybe my 16th year, my 16th birthday. And it gave me a good, what, four years before it started to fall apart on me. Loved it. Loved it. So, um, what's your number eight, Ryan? 
Oh, um, I don't think so. I think I may have threw it away. It started to like peel and like crack and stuff, and you know, got to keep it tight and keep it right. <laughs> no, okay, all right. <laughs> so my number eight feels like I was like kind of cheating a little bit because it's Noah's art, and I was like very similar to Sex in the City, but I like it just a little bit better because I remember being like a young gay black kid watching it for the first time and seeing myself represented in media and it made it just so much more special for me. Oh, yeah, let me tell you something. That show was revolutionary for its time and really even this time. I remember yeah. recording it at night on my VHS. I'm showing my age. And watching yes. it when no one was home because that's just kind of what it was all about at the time. Um, amazing. Like, you you hit two nails on the head with Sex in the City and um, Noah's Ark. Two amazing shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, I have the whole series, like, on DVD still. And the movie inspired, like, my idea for a wedding when I got older until I actually started planning one. But what's your number seven? <laughs> All right. So my number seven is anime. Um. Hmm. So, 10 years ago, I met a special someone who turned me on to anime. And we'll go into that later. But just so you know, it has it's super entertaining. One day, we'll talk about all my favorite animes. And actually, they're going to top 10 segment right there. So, stay tuned. I'm about to say, I would love to do that as a top I don't have like a long list of anime that I like, but the ones that I do, they're worth a conversation. Um, my number seven is Hot Cheetos. Let me tell you something. I cannot get enough Hot Cheetos. I could like literally sit in the bed and just eat like bag after bag of Hot Cheetos. I Obsessed. love Hot Cheetos. And you know, I'm not a spicy. I don't like, you know, I'm not a spicy eater. So I don't do a whole bunch of spicy and I got to have a bottle of water at the ready. But ooh, yeah. the flavor, I, the pain is so good. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so, um, all right. I think I lost track. Who's next? Okay, so, it's your number six, right? Yes, yeah. so my number six, this won't surprise you. It may surprise the good wheels, but it won't surprise you. It's tennis. Not only do I love to watch tennis, I actually play it, and I'm pretty good if I do say so myself. So I love tennis so much. It keeps me in shape. Um, that's how I bonded with some of my other friends, and I even, you know, it's just, and it's really fun to watch as well. Nice. I'm not surprised by that. Like, um, I'm always afraid to try to play tennis with you, but I want to do it one day because it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. I know you're competitive, but <laughs> oh no, it might, be, it might be kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, if you come out to tennis court with me, I, I'm gonna be a teacher. I'm gonna go into teacher mode and help you get along. And that sounds like that sounds like a recording for this podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, we can do that. Oh, content on top of content. Hmm, that's what it's all about. What's your top? <laughs> what's your top six? Um, IPAs. Um, yeah, I um for people who are not beer drinkers out there in the world, those are Indian Pale Ales. I am a huge beer enthusiast. It's one of my favorite things, and. If you get me an IPA, like, it will probably make me cry. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, my number five. We are on to the top five already. My number five is the X-Men. Let me tell you something. 
my level of love for the X-Men grew and grew. It started off as a kid just loving just the superhero aspect of it. Then as I grew into a feminist, it was loving how they portrayed Storm and Jean as powerful women. Storm in particular because she was, was, was the same color as me. And then as I grew older and realized that it was inspired by the civil rights movement and the Malcolm X versus yeah. Martin Luther King thing, it just kept layers on top of layers of fandom for that particular set of, of Marvel superheroes. You know what? That just made me feel um, so happy to hear because I've never thought about it like that. X-Men really is a very feminist storyline in addition to um, some of the other things you were talking about. And that's one of the things we have in common. Like, we're feminists. And they did such a great job. I remember being a kid and, like, wanting to be Storm. Like, she was literally everything. I would stand in the shower and, like, have the water run off me in a particular way so the water would, like, flick off the ends of my finger. Like, I was, like, controlling the water. Like, you're right. That's a good choice. Yeah, love the X-Men, Storm in particular. And it kind of normalized one of the... Storm in particular, her storyline normalized something that I went through when I was younger, which is claustrophobia. Um, I still struggle with it a bit today, but not nearly as bad as when I was younger. But seeing it portrayed as something very normal, something very easily overcome by a superhero, no less, it was powerful. Oh, I love that one. My number five is actually, and I wrote it just like this, a good book. Um, I struggled with which book to pick so I could be more specific, but it's hard to pick. And I thought that could be like a top 10 at some point because we both are avid readers. And I don't like to compare across genres, obviously, because um, I would never compare like a fantasy book to maybe like a horror book or, you know, et cetera. So it would be kind of fun to see what your top 10 would be, but definitely a good book. Yes. And, you know, I'm an avid reader as well. So I know that we could get into some really good books. And I think that would be a fantastic top 10 segment because I know there's books that I haven't read that you, that you have and vice versa. So I really feel like that's a powerful, a powerful segment. I'm actually taking notes. Yeah, yeah. Let me do the same. <laughs> and what's your number four? Then? My number four. Now, I, you, as you know, we all have that one singer or artist or rapper or actor or actress that really just resonates with us. And mine is Miss Demi Lovato. Her story of perseverance and overcoming is just so powerful to me, let alone, you know, that amazing voice and her talent as an actress. Like, she is one of those things that I remember being a young kid, you know, in high school, embarrassed that I wanted to watch Camp Rock because she was in it. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love her. Yeah, I love her too. You um, you and Emilio, um, being huge fans, are the reason that I even started listening to her. Um, I talked so much shit about her in the beginning just to come around and realize, oh, she's really talented. And I was being, you know, so extreme. She's She is amazing. She is. Yeah, she's really, really amazing. But I'm interested to see what your number four is. So, I mean, you've probably been waiting this, uh, waiting for this the whole list, but it's horror. Horror. <laughs> I thought it would be number one. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would be. Uh, well, there's some stuff that I put over this, but horror um, in media and film books, 
there's just something I, I'm so I'm such a fan. I even like like cheesy slashes. I can legitimately watch a movie that has zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes and get my ever loving life. Yeah, let so. me tell you something. Um, sometimes we know what we like, and you just got to go head on. It doesn't matter what anyone else says about it. Look, if, the, yeah. if someone else says the movie sucked good, save it for me. It's cheaper when I buy it. Yeah, like at the end of the day, um, you you have to just be yourself. You know, if it's something that you like, what does it matter what the reviews say? Exactly. No. <laughs> so we have reached our top three. So hmm. my number three are the Disney movies. The, the animated musicals specifically, but everything Disney, the messages they give, the the longer and older we get, the more powerful the messages become. We got most recently we got a Hawaiian princess, we got a, a African American princess. We got princesses who didn't need a prince to save them. Like, women starting to become the, the, the heroes of the story instead of the damsels in distress. So, Disney movies, all the songs, the villains, just everything about Disney just gets me going. I have a confession to make um, with you bringing that up. There are a lot of Disney movies that I haven't seen that are masterpiece classics. Like, I haven't seen Peter Pan yet. I haven't seen Alice in Wonderland. There are so many. Like, we got to watch them together. Oh, yes. I, I'm gonna turn you on to a couple of movies that I think you will love. The older ones, like Dumbo, like you said, Pocahontas, um, all the ones you said. Just we gonna get into it. But now let's get into Is that the top, top ten. You think I'm about to say? Do you think that's another top ten? Uh, oh, movies? easily, easily. <laughs> you know how much material we can get out of Disney. The best Disney villains, the best best Disney song, the best <laughs> Disney princesses, the best Disney princess. Like, don't even get me started. We'll go on and on. <laughs> yes. Okay, so my number three is y'all. So my family, my fiance, my friends, and my loved ones. Like, I love you guys to death. Y'all are cool. Next, I won't be emotional. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my top two, my number two, I should say, baby, Charmed. Let me tell you something about Charmed. It is, I, I love witches and that type of magical type of theatricality anyway. However, Charmed really took it there for me. It is, it is probably my all-time favorite TV show. Bar none. You're the you're the one that got me into it. Like for everyone listening, I hadn't seen Charm until last year, and it was solely on the strength of the reviews that I got from Day Day and my fiance. They made me well, okay. No, they didn't make me, but like you know, it lived up to the promise. I like Charm too. I mean, but you love the new one too, right, uh, Squirrel? The, no, I haven't even one. watched it. Um, <laughs> however, um, as it further and further gets away from what the original was. I heard that the first season was very much let's try to emulate the magic of the first charm. Mm. Um, then they made the decision, the smart decision, I believe, to then try to veer very, very far away from what the first charm was about oh. and create their own identity. So... We'll see. I'm wiggling and leaning towards scooting over and watching a couple of episodes. But as of right now, I'm not interested. You know what's funny? Um, I know this is just our first episode, but 
maybe if anyone wants to like you know email us their review about the new charm i'd, I'd be open to it as well i watched the first episode and it wasn't bad to be honest with you but um i stopped watching as you know when i started watching the original because it just had a bigger like pull factor it was great greatest it was yeah so my number two is gaga <laughs> mother monster herself as much as i love you guys y'all know gaga comes before you all <laughs> <laughs> she is literally, like i remember every spoke in her career i remember um especially during the fame monster days her music just always made me feel like i belong to something um I don't know. I'm like a weirdo, and I always have been. And Gaga's always been such a trailblazer for what she wants to do, and that's always cool. There's very there's something very powerful in her individuality, something very powerful in her making the decision, the conscious decision, without any outside influence, to shun conditional, to shun conditional beauty for what she felt needed to be seen. And giving us that ugly beauty, that horror glam, that type of originality is what makes her an icon, what makes her a legend. So, I, I mean, I knew she was coming, but I, you know, I had to give my two cents as well. Okay, so now that brings us to your number one. What is it? <laughs> all right, so tonight we're breaking all the rules. Okay. I have two number ones. <laughs> So the first one, because I was inspired by my squirrel, is really, truly my family, my friends, my loved ones. Like, they are truly my favorite things. Like, I mean, bar none. But that is kind of a cheat because that's not what was going to be on my list. But I definitely wanted to put that out there. But number one, which will be no surprise to you, my squirrel, is the thing that brought me through probably every tough thing in my childhood. And that is the story of my bro Harry Potter. Yes. Those those seven books, those eight movies grew up with me. Um taught me pretty much every lesson that, you know, I, I had to learn that I couldn't learn from my mother or my father because because of embarrassment or because of not having been having the confidence to bring it up. I really love those books. And you know this. Like my fandom for Harry Potter has no end. No limit. Just Harry, Hermione, Ron, th- that squad, like that was that was friendship goals. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> All right, Squirrelio, what is your number one? The people want to know. So, I knew this the moment that I did my top ten. What it would be? It's emotion. Emotion. I think that. One of the things that I used to get uh, teased about when I was growing up was being so emotional. Um, it's something that has gotten me as an adult into a lot of trouble, I think, you know, being able to feel so much for things and people. But I think as I'm getting older, I'm understanding it's actually like my superpower. And I feel that if more people had emotion, you know, the world would be a different place. Sometimes I think that people just don't, they don't consider the way that they affect other people or they don't care about other people's emotions. And so they're not treating people the way that they want to be treated. And it's really just sad, you know, because the opposite of that is just everything's materialistic. You know, you're using people, you're taking advantage of situations. 
But when emotion comes in, it it reminds you of who you are. You know what? Although I am surprised that it was on your list and that it was number one, I'm actually not at all surprised that it's on your list <laughs> and it's your number one. Because, and I've said this to you before, that your emotional intelligence and your empathy are some of the most important aspects of your personality. Yeah, you're a good time gal, but that is only one layer of the onion. And I know that firsthand. So I'm glad that you were able to take all of that negativity about your emotionness, that toxic masculinity about being emotional and put that to the side and be who you are because you are a beautiful human being and I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, thank you. And of course, you know, I think that you are a beautiful human being as well. And I'm, I'm happy that thank I can you. be emotional with you because, you know, sometimes you show people your emotion and, you know, they take advantage of it or, you know, you can't be vulnerable with people. But, you know, that's who I am. So I'm lucky to have that and be able to share it with you. Yes. Like, that's the one great thing. Well, one of the many great things about this friendship that we were able to cultivate is that we have always been able to be 100% authentic. And that goes with your emotionality and my anger management issues. So it's very powerful that we can show each other everything, scars and all. I agree, 100%. All right. Okay, so that was the end of the top uh, top ten favorite things segment. Okay. So, oh my God. So <laughs> that was our that was our very first segment. Uh, we finished it. <laughs> I think it was amazing. But I know you have something else for me. Oh, you know it wouldn't be me if I didn't. Well, <laughs> well, this was your idea. When I looked into it, I thought it was actually really brilliant. Um, the best friend tag. And as um, all of you know, it's just a bunch of random questions to see who knows the other better. And I'm nervous because I'm not good at remembering details as, as you know, much as you are. But I think I got some good questions for you. I, I picked out five. <laughs> all right. So five it will be. I already mentioned this. I'm very competitive. So I am keeping score. Okay. Uh, look, we're going to do it then. <laughs> so hit me with the first one. Hit me with your best shot. Oh, let me stop. No, don't do it because you don't have me out here singing. Fire away. <laughs> if I ordered a hot dog, what would I have on it? Everything. You know, okay, you know okay. something? I will give you that because I will give you that. But if I had to pick one condiment, though, what would, like, what would the top one be? Okay. So the top condiment. The easy one is ketchup, obviously. But I no, also you got it wrong. <laughs> I hate ketchup. I you, I hate ketchup. Like it's literally. I know it's random. I only eat ketchup on fries. I hate ketchup. I was about to say I've seen you eat French fries and hamburgers. Okay, <laughs> so this is news to me. <laughs> I can't stand ketchup or mayonnaise. Yeah, I don't like mayonnaise either. So, <laughs> inquiring minds want to know, what is the number one condiment you would put on a hot dog? Mustard. I'm obsessed with mustard. I, I can't stand it. <gasps> what? What's wrong with no, you? do not like mustard at all. Uh-uh. We're going to have to fight later. Do not like mustard at all. I'm taking off my rings. Well, maybe I should leave them on. <laughs> leave one ring on for sure. 
I'm about to um put more rings on to get my Vaseline. We got to fight over this. All right, so your turn. All right, so the first question I have, this is one that I curated myself. Okay. There is a book series that I totally adore that I hated before you before you turn me on to it. Which book series is it? That's hard because it, it's it can't be Twilight, is it? It is Twilight. Ding ding ding. I don't remember you hating it. Isn't that crazy? Because we had so much fun reading it together. So let me take you back to 2008 in college. Um, I came into your dorm room for the first time, and I saw that poster of that pasty man. <laughs> oh, I did have that on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cullen himself. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, I can't stand it. To be fair, I didn't like the movie. I had never read the book at the time. And you were like, you like to read, don't you? And I was like, of course. And you said, you really have to give it a try. You just have to. Like, the movie <laughs> doesn't do it any justice. So, of course, you know, I respected your opinion, especially, especially in the literary sense. Baby... One of my favorite book series. Read read all four books and loved them. So now you're beating me and I'm not happy about it. But you know what's funny though? I didn't. This is why like I'm having a lot of fun doing this right now. I forgot I had that poster up on my wall in my dorm and I'm like wholly embarrassed because I used to live for those like um like those posters of Twilight and all that stuff. And at my house it was the same thing. I had all these posters of stuff that I totally forgot about. That's really funny. Wow. Yeah. That um one of the many things you've added to enrich my life. So this next question you're gonna probably I don't know why I'm asking this because it's an asshole question. But what is my Starbucks order? Look, let me tell you something. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I never made a Starbucks order. I'm going to give it a shot. Throw a dart in the dark. <laughs> I am going to say a caramel venti something or the other. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so no. Um, I would have taken one of five answers because I have like all, but if I'm ever, if you're like, if you ever can't remember all of the long shit that like I like, just a black coffee with a shot of espresso is cool. Like a dark, like a red eye or, or a black eye. Mm. And that's it. I mean, some people call it a ghetto latte, but I don't like that. <laughs> oh my God. A ghetto latte? Really? Right. <laughs> All right. Let me get, let me get a hard one. Woo! Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. What would I do if I won the jackpot? Pay off your debts first. No? Eh. What? <laughs> no. I actually told you this before. You have? If I win the lottery, I am putting... The first thing I'm going to do is put money away for my niece and nephew's college fund. You have told me that. You did. Yes, because Trick Daddy loves the kids. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Don't get me started. I won't stop. Trick Daddy loves the kids. <laughs> Oh, that was not fair. Something you told me. You know I'm an awful listener. No, okay, I'm teasing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Remember this moment. All right, so number three, 
Um, I know you love superheroes, so I wanted it to, you know, play into that. Who is my favorite superhero? Wow. I don't know if we ever talked about that. We haven't, but How, I think you, if you, however, yeah. I'm willing to guess. Okay. Um, give me a hint. Okay. Is this person DC or Marvel? DC. DC. Um... Is this person like a top tier DC or a lower, a second tier? Top. I'm going to guess Wonder Woman. No. If you say Batman, I'm gonna punch my screen. Yeah, it's Batman. Oh my god. Yeah, because you, you thought it, didn't you? My... Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> That's the first one that came to my mind, but my bias against Batman wouldn't let me wouldn't <laughs> let me think that you liked him more than Wonder Woman. Oh, I'm a huge Batman fan. I always have been. Wow. I like the villains and everything. That's well, he does have some really good villains. That's true. I'm not a fan of Batman the hero. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah, because his superpower is white privilege and I'm not down for that. It really is. We have to talk about that one day. Because that's true. <laughs> that's actually true. All right, well, I'm that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is more likely to get arrested, you or I, and I need one valid reason? Uh, okay, so I'm afraid to say this on a podcast, but I think it's me. And the, the, the reason is I've been known to engage in some um, risky behaviors. <laughs> I won't say illegal. I'm a law-abiding citizen, of course, but, you know. So, I was... There is no wrong answer to this. <laughs> However, I just wanted to know what your answer was. Yeah, yeah. I will pick myself, obviously, because of my tendency to fly off the handle. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, we see, we're about to tell it ourselves on this podcast, because you're right. <laughs> I just thought about that. They listened. <laughs> they listened. <laughs> I mean, we might just both be in prison, to be honest, if they catch us on the right night. That's okay. Well, we got we got two amazing men to bail us out, so... Oh, that's true. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so now for my um, my next one. Oh, I was going to say my number one, but there's actually two left. Okay, so what concerts have I been to? And you can count all, all the drag ones, because I know that, that, that takes it too far. Just <laughs> um, non-drag, what concerts have I been to? Okay. And I'll accept, like, so, just the artist because, you know, I've been to, like, the same artist over and over right. again, so. So, I'm not going to get them all. Okay. But I will get some. I'll, I'll take some because some of them are just underground. Like, I know you're going to, I know you went to Lady Gaga concert. Absolutely. I know you've gone to a Nicki Minaj concert. Absolutely. Um, what is her name? Okay, you're gonna hate you. You are not gonna. You are not gonna be happy. That I can't remember her name, but the actor who plays Edward Cullen, his girlfriend slash wife. You went to her concert. I. You know what? No, I didn't get to make it to FKA Twigs. Oh, and yeah, so we never followed back up on that. But yeah, I didn't get to go, and I love her. I, I live that you remember that though. <laughs> I live. That's all I got, baby. No, that's good. You yeah, you win. Yeah. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Oh, we tied. I love a tie. Well, if we would tie with one question left each. Oh, God. Okay. What's your number <laughs> one? Go ahead. Okay. So, let me think. I'm trying to find a really, really tough one. 
to really th- to really push it into my favor. Do we have conflicting political beliefs? And if we do, what is it? We've actually grown up politically because like our views have like changed together. So I don't I don't think anymore. I think we used to, but I think now we align. Well, ding, ding, ding. I was hoping that it was a trick question. Yeah, it was. I'm about to say, we did not <laughs> always agree like on the same point. But I think we both have like changed. Like It's funny how that worked because in the beginning we were so different. Yeah, I think that it's a testament to us being able to grow. True. But also um, us understanding and listening to one another and seeing each other's point of view. My philosophy is always that I don't believe in black and white. I only believe in shades of gray. Yeah. Um, there is no definite yes or no to some of these political issues. Correct. Um, so as long as, you know, we come together with an open heart to make to have these political discussions, we've always come to a mea culpa of some sort. But I was hoping you would try to pick out <laughs> something and get it wrong. Yeah, because, you know, we don't talk about politics a lot. I think, like, when we... Um you know, first met, it was more common. But over time, we it just crops up every once in a while, especially with everything going on now. I don't think there's much for us to debate about because I think that we feel much the same way about the way things are going politically right now. Yeah, um, the political climate currently has galvanized our opinion oh, yeah. into, one, <laughs> into one, you know, stream of consciousness almost. Yes. And that's a great thing, you know, there's, there's something to be said about the government bringing people together. Mm. And on that note, <laughs> some people. <laughs> All right, so uh, what is my biggest fear slash phobia? I rarely fear. talk about this. Rarely, because I am. I actually am very afraid of only one thing. One thing, and I might give you a now, hint. <laughs> now I know. I don't know if this is going to be the answer. Okay. But I do know that you're afraid of haunted houses, which is oh, you know what? Strange. I will give you a point for that because I am. But that's a, it's not my biggest one. But yeah, I will give you a point for that. To be honest, okay. Um, that's interesting. Is it heights? No. What are you afraid of? I'm so interested in having you guess because I feel like no one can just guess it. That I'm going to keep giving you hints until you get it. So here's the first okay. hint: it can't be found on planet Earth. You afraid of aliens? Yes. <laughs> yes. Badly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you know what? Like dogs, they can smell fear, so you better watch out. You, so there's a reason, though. There's an actual... So there's a, So my father, um, when I was growing up, he was really interested in, um, like, the Roswell conspiracy. He was very interested in um, all that stuff. So what ended up happening as I was growing up, he would watch these movies, and um, there was one called Communion. Have you ever seen that movie? Absolutely not. Oh, my God. So it's like these um, rich white people living out in the middle of the woods somewhere, and um, there's lights flashing outside the house all of a sudden, and these aliens come and take them up out the house, and they taking them up on the ship and doing all this weird shit to them. And I'm like four or five years old, but what made it scarier, as bad as that is, is the next day they don't remember it because like their their technology like wiped them. And so I'm asking my father all these questions like, 
why don't they remember all of that stuff? And he's like, because their technology is so advanced, they can do whatever to you and then wipe your memory. And ever since then, I've been fucked up. I literally was so scared of aliens, like, because I'm like, I, it's bad enough it would happen to me, but not being able to remember all of that, that's team too much, as you say. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That would be a little bit too much to handle, um, because you'd be like, where are these aches and pains? That didn't work out last night, and you don't know nothing. So, technically, you could have been abducted and put back. You know okay, that? see, and on, this is a perfect time to go to your outro, because <laughs> I'm not in the mood for that. I, I can't deal with that. I'll break all the way down. <laughs> all right, you guys. We have come to the end of our very first podcast. And I just want to thank you guys again for hanging out with us, sticking through with us. And I wanted to let you guys know that we want to get to know you. So please take this a little bit of time Go to our email us at rndsaves at gmail.com. I'm gonna spell it out for you because it's a little strange. It's gonna be the letter R, the letter N, the letter D. Saves traditionally at gmail.com. We will read all your emails and we will respond to some, or maybe even if you're if you're okay with it, read them on the podcast. Cause we want to get to know you like you got a chance to get to know us. All right, yeah, that was a great job. I have nothing to say. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you so much. We'll get back with you soon. All right, bye.